Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck as the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally upon us, and now the glorious month of October has befallen us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. Hello. Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Creatures of the Night, and welcome back to the It Records Podcast. It is I, Matt Johnson, coming to you once again. I'm going solo tonight because this is a little sideshow we're doing called Halloween Horror. That's right. If you were not a normal listener to the podcast and you don't know what Halloween Horror is, that is just a side little Sideshow episodes that I do by myself, Matt Johnson, without Lindsay or Pete, in the month of October, where each and every day in the month of October, I recommend a new horror movie, a new horror movie for you to watch. Sorry for my stumble there. But essentially, I will have 31 episodes delivered to you each day throughout October, starting with October 1st with a new suggestion, October 2nd, a new suggestion, and so on. The movies will also be not films we've done on the podcast and talked about, nor will they be previous year Halloween horror suggestions. These are brand new suggestions that we've never talked about on the podcast so far. And this is, I believe, the third year we are now doing Halloween horror on the podcast. As an added layer to the podcast this year of Halloween horror, I have decided to suggest movies between 1990 and 2020. I will be suggesting them in chronological order. So if you followed the podcast so far, the first episode was 1990, the second one was 91, 92, and so forth, until when we get to Halloween, I'm going to give you an episode, um, a film from the year 2020. So, where does that leave us today? Today is Tuesday, October 6th, and the film that we will be talking about, resides in the year 1995. And the film I've selected is part of a series. So it's not a standalone film, which is actually the sixth film. 
in a series. And it is Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. That's right. This is a 1995 American slasher film. That would be the subgenre that it falls within. And it was directed by Joe Chappelle and written by Daniel Behrens. It stars Donald Pleasance in his actual final film appearance and Paul Rudd. That's correct. Paul Rudd is in this sixth installment of the Halloween franchise. It is set six years after the events of Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. And the plot in this one follows Mike Myers as he stalks the Strode family, cousins of Laurie Strode, in order to kill his last surviving relatives, while Dr. Sam Loomis pursues him once more. The film also reveals the source of Michael's immortality and his drive to kill. So it gets you more into the backstory of Michael than really we've seen in any other films besides, I believe it was the second installment of Halloween where they kind of, you know, give you some tidbits into what might be his origins. This one kind of gives you um, a real concrete idea of why Michael is what he is and where he comes from. This was again released in 1995. That's why we are doing it. It was pretty much panned. Uh, <laughs> it was already panned by a test audience when it came out. It was not that big of a success, uh, critically, of course, sixth installment of a slasher series. But it, you know, it did find the box office for the horror film. It was a budget of five million, had a box office of 15.1, so it tripled its budget. Couldn't ask for much more than that. But, you know, this one, this film, even though it kind of didn't really garner as much box office success as some of the previous ones, and people don't really regard it um, as usually one of their favorites um, in the series, but I feel like as time has passed with this one, it does have sort of a cult following. When I think of the series, of all the ones that exist, I, I do kind of fall back or revert to this one a lot of times, maybe because Paul Rudd's in it. And I always find that interesting, and I want to watch that one over and over. But I, I do think uh, the cinematography in this one and the overall atmosphere produced is probably one of the better ones in regards to uh, comparing to the first one. The first one, it felt like Halloween. It felt like fall um, and had that, that really good, ominous atmosphere throughout the film. And I think the cinematography in this one is some of the better one comparable to the first. I'm not saying the whole film was better, but I think it does a really good job of building that atmosphere. And I will give that to The Curse of Michael Myers, um, most definitely. As a side note, I actually, during this month of October this year, I'm trying to watch the entire Halloween series. So I'm gonna watch all the films, including the Rob Zombies, um, this Halloween, I, I really want to do that sequentially, uh, not chronologically, uh, potentially, but I want to do that sequentially when they were released. So this will be on my list very soon, and I'm recommending it to you to watch uh, this October or any of them, as a matter of fact. But this one in particular for 1995. If you're looking to watch Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, I believe it is actually on Shutter. So if you have a subscription to Shutter, you can watch it on there. It is on Amazon Prime, iTunes, Vudu, Google Play, uh, for sure, and AMC. Uh, it'll be on there quite a bit. I think I remember growing up, that was the first time I actually saw this one, was on AMC. And they used to do like 20, 
they used to do something Fright Nights, maybe it was, and they would show a lot of these older movies. And I think that's kind of the first time I ever came upon the curse of Michael Myers when I was younger in high school, potentially, or, um, or grade school. And they showed it on TV. A lot of the, uh, um, those slasher movies or the puppet masters or the omens and all those sequels that they could put on TV. I think my first introductions to a lot of those when I was younger was flipping to AMC and, and getting to watch them on there. And I, I hopefully they still do that. I, uh, I, the last time I checked, uh, they were doing it, but I haven't checked in probably at least two years at this point. Nonetheless, other films that came out in 95 that were honorable mentions that I did not choose, uh, except I chose The Curse of Michael Myers, was, uh, let's see here, Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Village of the Damned, Species, Vampire of Brooklyn is another one, Children of the Corn 3, um, and, you know, Leprechaun 3. A lot of these are again sequels and just like halloween is it's an extension of a franchise that was successful and they're pushing it into the 90s hopefully to garner some more dollars at the box office or rejuvenate it reboot it and it really wasn't there but they still continue to push them out throughout the 90s and that was essentially the horror genre in the mid 90s in 1995 in other worldly events, uh, what happened in 1995? A big one, um, OJ is found innocent. This was the OJ trial time. And we're all pretty familiar with. Uh, the glove doesn't fit. Uh, you can't acquit. Uh, that was 1995, as well as the baseball strike um, that occurred in um, this year, 230-day uh, 232 day strike for major league baseball so that's a trivia question if you're ever at bar trivia when somebody goes who won the world series in 1995 it's no one no one won the world series in 1995 because the players were on strike well that will wrap it up for today thank you for joining us on october 6th for halloween horror i will be back at you tomorrow on wednesday for a film that came out in 1996 but until then, I will remain in the shadows, and it is I, Matt Johnson.